Okay, don't move. Let me get a picture. Okay, I'm gonna hit stop, right? Or is your teammates telling you like, hey man, you got you, you about to get 50? Like, what, what, what's um, it like? <laughs> it's just like, just coming into each game, just ready to kill and just ready to just, you know what I'm saying, do my best. And then as the game goes on, I just, I, I'm, I'm kind of the player that just gets, gets what I'm trying to get in the flow of the game. I don't really force it. So, That's good. you know, if I'm on, then my teammates, you know, allow me to keep going and just let me do me, you know what I'm saying? So, and that happened a few times, so. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Gatorade Player of the Year last year at Oak Hill. How about in two states, by the way? Yeah. I read, right? <laughs> Player of the Year in two different states. One is a junior, one is a senior. She really good, she really good it for me. God knew it for me. Yeah. I'm really fit, it's a shoe in for me. Livingston in the paint on a runner. Got it. Oh, what have you done? Livingston, huh? Livingston for the tie. Got it. How about this kid? Goodness. Playing really solid basketball. Yes. This kid. Whew, he has arrived, maybe. I think so. Oh. Oh, you heard about it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to yet another episode of What's Next Podcast. I'm joined by the man himself, Chris Livingston, five-star prospect from Akron, Ohio, very own yes, Akron, Ohio. Yes, Chris, my man, thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate you, man. How are you doing today? Doing good. I would say thank you for having me. Of course, of yes, course, sir. man. Now, I know you guys uh, just come back from London. You guys got a four-point win over Michigan. How, how was that? How was London? <laughs> uh, it was fun. You know, it was dope to experience, like, just like being able to go outside, you know, sightsee, eat the food out there, you know what I'm saying, experience the culture. And also just play against Michigan. It was a good game, big time game, so it was fun to have fun. Was that your first time out there in London? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah. Now, I've heard, I've seen some stuff on social media about y'all having some trouble fitting in the beds, man. Was that, yeah. was that you? I mean, that's not, <laughs> probably my, my taller teammates, but that, that, okay. probably, that wasn't me, though. Okay, nah. I got you. I got, I'm <laughs> yeah. just making sure. Yeah. So, what we do. What we do here on What's Next Podcast, every guest, we start from the very beginning. You know, we, we, we go back from their, their humble beginning, where they're coming from, and then we try to, you know, timeline it all the way to where they are now. Chris, an Akron, Ohio-made guy, talk a little bit about, you know, growing up in Akron, Ohio, and how was that? Uh, it was good, you know what I'm saying? Akron is like a, a small city, very urban area, you know what I'm saying? I didn't have much growing up, but I made the most of it, you know what I'm saying? Always. Focused on basketball in school growing up. I started playing basketball when I was about five years old. So wow. that was always something that I did, you know what I'm saying? So, so Chris, how, how did you, like, yeah, you started at five years old, but, but was there a specific moment or a specific player that kind of, like, like, made you attached to basketball, or was it just an activity that you did and you fell in love with? Like, what was that? Uh, how, I would say my grandmother is the one that got me into it. Like, she wanted me and my brother to, like, play a sport, and so we chose basketball just to do it. And as we got older, you know what I'm saying, we started developing favorite players that inspired us to want to play more, things like that. So it's just over time, I just started to like it more and more. For sure. We were talking about this a little bit off camera. 
you got a twin brother who's yeah. also who yeah. also plays basketball. Mm -hmm. What was what was the, some of the things that y'all did, you know, growing up? <laughs> uh, you know, always competing against each other. You know, I was always play on one on one. You know, we always played on the same team as each other. I think I played against them one time at a camp. I'm growing up, but we was always like teammates. But outside of that, we always just played against each other, competing hard, training with each other. Things those like one on one matchups yeah. must have been crazy. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. For sure, for sure, for sure. So now I want to ask you you, you, you were a star from a very young age in Akron, Ohio. I mean, you got your first offer when you, you were 14, right? Yeah, Ohio State yeah. offered this guy when he was 14 years old, which is insane. Um, talk to me about. When did your mindset kind of, you know, click when, when it was like, hey, man, I could actually make a living off of this yeah. one day? When, when did that start um, for you? I say when I was in the, um, sixth grade, I started playing AAU on the national circuit, and I went to an EYBL tournament. Right. That's when I seen guys like Tiger Campbell and John Petty, DeAndre Ayton, you know, guys that's, like, you know, that's like high-level basketball players now, like seeing them grow up. And I seen it was just like, like a whole nother level to basketball, like basketball players from all across the country that's really good. So when I seen that, that really opened my eyes and that's when I started taking it, you know, a lot that's more serious. seriously. That's serious, I yeah. feel that, I feel that. Now, now in your high school career, you went to Butchel, uh, Butchel, yeah, Bukle. I knew I was gonna butcher that. <laughs> yeah, Bukle high school. Butchel high school. Yeah. Talk a little bit about how, you know, uh, you, you came onto the scene. I mean, you were putting up some insane stats yeah. like 50 points 20 rebounds you had one game yeah. I want to ask you personally like what's your mindset like during while you're in the game yeah. like are, is your teammates telling you like hey man you got you, you about to get 50 like what, what's um, it like <laughs> it's just like just coming into each game just ready to kill and just ready to just you know what I'm saying do my best and then as the game goes on I just I'm, I'm, I'm kind of the player that just gets gets what I'm trying to get in the flow of the game I don't really force it so Good. You know, if I'm on, then my teammates, you know, allow me to keep going and just let me do me. You know what I'm saying? So, and that happened a few times. So, you know, so, so Chris, you say killer mindset. Where does that come from? Um, just growing up, just the mentality that's starting me, you know, the people around me, you know, my coaches, especially my AU coach, you know, people that's For been sure. around me ever since I was younger, just, you know, telling me how to approach the game, you know what I'm saying? So. You know, that's just how. Yeah, Chris. Now, now, like I said, you're, you're Akron, Ohio. You grew up in Akron, Ohio, same place as LeBron James. Talk about that relationship with LeBron. Here. Yeah. Um. He, this is like, this is dope seeing like, you know, like coming from Akron, it's like small city, you know what I'm saying? Not really much to like be inspired from, but seeing that somebody like him being able to come out of where I'm coming from is like, it was just a big inspiration and it was dope, you know what I'm saying? He like really, I said we formed a relationship when I was in the eighth grade. You know, I was at the CP3 camp, and he had posted me on his Instagram. And that's when I like no noticed, like, oh, he knew, he, like he knew who I was, and he noticed me, and I thought that was dope. So I had met him in Vegas, you know, that next summer. And so ever since then, you know, like he gave me his number. We've been communicating, talking. I can hit him whenever, you know. He's like real, really down to earth, cool dude, and he helps me out a lot. So what's, I really what's, appreciate that. That's that's awesome, Chris. What's some of the advice that LeBron has given you that yeah. you that you kind of stick with today? Um, ask him about you know how he approaches the game. Like you talked, um, ask me about the killer mindset. You know, I mean, what do you, um, what his mindset is going into games? You know, what I'm saying how he takes care of his body. You know, I knew that was something really important I wanted to learn about, so I asked him about that. 
and just the whole nine. Like, I even trained with him before, okay. so he's been right, helping right. me out for sure. What was it like training with LeBron? Uh, it was dope, you know what I'm saying? I was a little starstruck to start the workout, but, you know, I calmed down after a little while. I mean, who wouldn't be Chris? That's, yeah. that's LeBron James, right? Yeah, definitely. Let's talk a little bit about your high school days a little bit more. Now, you were a top ten recruit out in the country. Now, rankings, talk about, like, like the pressure that comes with it. What's your mindset? What's, what's your, where's your headspace when you're, you know, that high of a ranked player? And I know that comes with pressure, but, like, mm. do you feel that pressure when, when you're at such a high level? Uh, if you're really that guy and that dude, you don't really feel the pressure because that's what you, you know, your ranking is supposed to justify itself when you play anyway. So you're not really supposed to feel that much pressure. But... You know what I'm saying? You just know that guys, people are watching you and scouts at your games, things like that. So you want to put your best foot forward. You know, that gives them more incentive of, of you wanting to kill, you know, every game, like I said before. So, you know what I'm saying? That's just really how I think about it. Of course. Now, yeah. you, you made a, a number of transfers in your high school career. Um, uh, one of the, the big transfers that you made was transferring to Oak Hill Academy. Yeah. Um, talk to me why why you decided to, to go to Oak Hill Academy. Um, I feel as though Oak Hill just put me on a bigger stage, you know, allowed for me to play, you know, better teams, better um, better players, you know, things like that. And also just be able to be seen by more people. And also it um, allowed me to play with better players too, you know, preparing me for the college level. So I think that was a good move to make. That's awesome. Now you played under Steve Smith, Hall of Fame coach. Yeah. Uh, coach that's, he's coached, you know, Carmelo Anthony, Brandon Jennings. Um, I mean, the list goes on of the number of players that he's he's coached. What 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 is some advice that that Steve Smith has given you that you kind of you know latch on to and always mm. keep with you wherever you go? Uh, just telling me you know how to play the, the game the right way. Talking about how how hard the the guys before me worked. You know what I'm saying? Just giving me a perspective of you know the grace that he's coached. And he was sure. he's a great coach. And you know I I was um, fortunate enough to be there for his last year. So. You know, I was very appreciative of you know him coaching me. And being very, there. yeah, that's that's yeah, that's, that's special. You were there for his last year. Yeah. Now uh, I want to ask you a little bit about Team USA. Um, he's actually repping USA, oh, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, what was that feeling like? You won an actual gold medal. Yeah. Now remind me, how old were you at that age? Uh, like 16, 15, 17? I was fifteen, I think. You were fifteen years yeah. old, winning a gold medal for Team yeah. USA. Talk about that moment. How special mm -hmm. that was for you. I think. It's still one of the, the best accomplishments I have while playing basketball. For like, sure. I love the experience. The training camp and the, the mini camps and the, the tryouts were tough, one of the toughest things I've been through. Mm -hmm. But it was fun, you know what I'm saying, being able to play with some of the guys that I play with. Like some of them are in the NBA as we speak, like Jabari, um, Jalen Dern, you know, people like that. Like they're pros already, Max Christie. So seeing them. The teammates that I had, be able to go and you know accomplish their goals is dope. Also, you know what I'm saying with Team USA, you're playing with a lot of other you know great, very great players. So, sure. you know, it was very fun. It was fun being able to travel, um, be outside the country in Brazil, and just win a gold medal for the country. Like it was just dope. Yeah, you represent you know, so your country. It was fun. For Nothing sure. more special than yeah. that. Um, Definitely. Now you're a highly ranked player in, in in your high school days. Now that comes with pressure, yes, and a lot of hype as well. What's the now, that also comes with playing some elite players as well because you mm -hmm. get matched up against some yeah. elite players. Talk yeah, about the, the toughest matchups you had in high, mm -hmm. you've had in high school. Uh, I would say I played at the guard, Caleb Love at the at USA. And, yeah, he was always shifty, always about a bucket, so that was hard. Um, Greg Brown, I remember having to play against him, dunked everything, 
you know, he was just mad, dumb athletic, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, played against Scotty Barnes before. Toronto Raptors. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, those are a lot of the older guys that I played against, so it was pretty dope, you know. And, and um, somebody in my class that I always, you know, thought it was a good matchup was um, me and Imani Bates. Like, we always used to battle it, go out, go out sure. with each other when we were younger, so that was dope. That's a pretty elite matchup, Bates, yeah, Bates and Livingston, man. That's yeah. something you pay to watch, man. <laughs> yeah. um, you said something about your class. Now, your class, you came into Kentucky with, you know, Case and Wallace. I want you to, to talk a little bit about the relationship of Case and Wallace when, you know, in high school and how, how that relationship has grown to, to being his teammate yeah. now here at Kentucky. Um, actually, like, we've actually been around each other. Like, you know, just playing AAU, you meet a lot of hoop hoopers that you yeah. don't know that you're going to see in the future. But, you know, being around each other ever since, like, playing middle school at AAU, you know what I'm saying? He was on a different team, though, but, like, just being at the same tournaments he was at and things like that. And then my freshman year, I also played against him on the UIBO circuit. He actually made a game-winning bucket against us. <laughs> he reminded me that was him. I didn't know that was him, but, like... You kind of... You looking and, back, yeah. and you're like, hey, hold on. Yeah, that, that's was, him. yeah that was him that, that made the shot. That was, you know, funny. He reminded me when he was in the Bahamas. But, sure. um, and also, you know, I really, really got to build a relationship with him and talk to him at the All-American um, camps and games that we were at together, so... How was that? Was How was the, the All-American, you know, being a McDonald's yeah. All-American? That's a special uh, moment as well. Yeah, the McDonald's All-American thing is dope. Like, it was just a lot of fun. Jordan Brand Classic, just a lot of fun. It was just being around, you know, your friends and other top hoopers that you've been knowing since you were young. It was just fun. Just yeah. seeing how we grew, you know what I'm saying? Just being able to compete with each other was dope. Facts, facts, facts. Now you're here at Big Blue Nation. Yeah. Kentucky, talk to me about why. Why you chose to, you know, represent the, the University of Kentucky. Um, I just chose whatever, you know, whatever coaching staff I knew was going to push me the most. I knew that this was going to be tough. I knew that. You know what I'm saying? I see what they produced in the past and the things that they've done with players like myself. I want, you know, I want that to happen to me. So I just came here to, to, to seek getting better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We got, just, we got them all behind us, oh, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> That's why I'm looking. But, but, yeah, man, uh, coaching staff's important to you. Mm -hmm. Talk about Coach Cal Perry and how much of a, 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 you know, a, a model he's been for you, you know, mm -hmm. uh, since you've been here at Kentucky. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? He's always, like, going to get on you. He's always going to be, you know, tough on you. But that's what I need. That's what, you know, a lot of players need to, to push themselves. But you're always going to. You know, sprinkle, sprinkle in some love, you know, with that too, you know what I'm saying? So he's been a great coach, a great mentor to me, teaching me a lot of lessons, teaching me a lot. So really appreciative for him. Now, you've been here for about six months. Yeah. What, what's some advice that Coach Cal has given you that, that you're kind of, you know, uh, feeding off of? Yeah. Um, his main slogan is, um, you know, just a lot of learn to be comfortable with being uncomfortable because that's when Facts. true growth, yeah. you know, is going to happen. So. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to go through tough times to grow, you know for what I'm sure. saying, to learn. For sure. You can't be, you know, comfortable with where you're at. you got to kind of stretch yourself in such situations. Sure. So that's one thing that I learned from him. Uh, talk to me about the main differences from uh, college and, and, and high school. You go through mm -hmm. that transition. It's a, it's a big jump. Now you yeah. went to Oak Hill, so it kind of better prepared you. But talk to me about some of the differences that you, you felt. Uh, I said the main difference is the speed of the game. I feel as though like each level you go to from middle school to high school, from high school to college, and probably most likely college to the NBA, like the speed of the game, it picks up, you know what I'm saying? So that's one of the main things that I noticed when I first got here is just faster pace. Everything is just happening fast. 
Yeah. And another thing that I noticed is you just it's just good players like I'm at Kentucky, so like <laughs> the talent level of my teammates it just raised a lot. So learning I was, how to I was talking yeah. to my, my first episode for this season, talking to Dominique Hawkins, he said the yeah. same thing. He went yeah. to UK and he was like, Man, like you practice the practice you matched up against the yeah. probably the best guards in the country. Definitely. So that, yeah. it, it prepares you for, for sure. sure. For sure. Now, moving on, um let's get into to the adjustment factor. Now you say speed. Is there is there anything else that you're trying to you know uh, uh, grow in to make that that make your uh, your game much better on, mm -hmm. at this level? Is there anything else that you're kind of been working on? Yeah, mm, I say you know just my pace with the ball, you know ball handling, you know the the guards. Believe it or not, the college level can guard obviously. So like you know you got to switch up your pace. Everything can't be one miles one, per hour. One speed. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. for you sure. Know, for just sure. learning how to play with pace, learning how to. Um, how to you know control the ball better and things like that. Get to my spots on the court when right. I want to is something that right, I right. get better at. Uh, talk to me about the biggest mentor mentors you've had on this team. Now this team is a lot of it's a it's a it's a good mix. You got mm -hmm. some freshmen, you got some transfers, you got some upperclassmen as well. Yeah. Talk about some of the guys that who, who's been some of the guys that's been mentoring you. I say a lot of the guys that was here last year, like you know Lance Lawyer, just one of the main guys that been helping me out. Guy. You know, Jacob Toppin, um, you know, Savir and Oscar, like just the older guys, CJ. They've just been helping, you know, us freshmen out like me and Du and Kaysen. They've just been doing a great job of just helping us out, you know what I'm saying, giving us the ropes and telling us things that we need for to sure. learn. You know, for sure, for sure. Like now, uh, give me a game that you're looking forward to. Now, you guys are, uh, you got a lot more games to look, mm -hmm. to, to, to get ready for, to prepare for. Give me one yeah. game that you're actually looking forward to. Now, I know Louisville's uh, on there, so. Probably um, UCLA. <laughs> okay, yeah, UCLA. Be, I think it's going to be fun, you know what I'm saying? Bright no, lights, Chris, bright yeah, lights. <laughs> definitely. You know a couple guys on other teams, so I think it's going to be fun matchup, you know. For sure, for to sure, that. man. I'll be yeah. looking forward to that. What's your play style? Who, who are some guys that you model your game after? Um... A couple guys I would say is probably like Jalen Brown. That's one of, probably one of the main guys. I see some similarities, yeah. yeah. Like a two-way guard, just athletic, that can always also get his own bucket, you know what I'm saying? He can shoot it too. So I'd say somebody like him is somebody I play like. Four 24 because of Paul George. That was my favorite okay, player. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, Besides cool. Derrick Rose and LeBron, I like Paul George a lot. So yeah, that's yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, now we we... we about to end this thing. And like I said, it's been a pleasure having you on. Yes, now, sir. we always end out with two questions. First question is, what's your best advice to the youth, anybody who wants to, you know, make it to this level? Uh, the best, my best advice is I had to learn how to, um, I had to learn how to work hard even when I didn't feel like it. You know what I'm saying? If you, you got to be, you know, consistent. You got to have consistency over motivation because some days you're going to be motivated, some days you're not. But if you're consistent with your work, consistent with what you want to do in life, and that's just anything, not just sports, you know, the, the, um, you're going to see progress. You know, you're going to get rewarded for that. So just staying consistent is one of the main things that, you know, I hold myself dear to. And that's where, why I am where I'm at. For sure, man. You said it. You said it. Now, what's next? We're on What's Next podcast. So, man, what's, what's next? What's up next for you, Chris? Uh, just looking forward to, you know, still grinding and, you know, and still building during the season, you know, looking forward to having a great season and uh, seeing, you know, what God has in store for me after this season and just seeing where I can, you know, where, where this can take me, you know. For sure. Just keep working hard. 
For sure. Well, of course, thank you, man, for coming on. Ladies and gentlemen, hit that like and subscribe button, and then we'll get this episode out to you. If you haven't seen our last episode featuring Momo Sanago from the University of Louisville, check that out as well. Stay tuned. We're going to have more episodes coming your way. Thank you. I'm in. (laughs) Episodes and exclusive content. Subscribe to What's Next with Rio.